Welcome back to the Young Woman Podcast. This is a podcast for ambitious young women to be inspired, empowered, and equipped with the personal development tools and game-changing career advice to unlock inner confidence and achieve those big dreams. really interesting when you go to a tech conference and there's a massive queue for the men's bathrooms and none for the ladies um nothing sort of reminds you um, more than that i am your host elise o'halloran and today we are joined by carmen vesilich carmen is a powerhouse entrepreneur who has built two multi-million dollar companies. These companies are international data and technology businesses, which deliver game-changing value to a range of industries around the world. Carmen's passion and drive is truly inspiring and sees her be one of the women leading the way in technology, innovation, and data. Carmen is a amazing businesswoman as well as a mother to four children and in this episode she shares with us some of her greatest learnings challenges and advice for young women so you're now the founder of two multi-million dollar businesses how did you start out your career and was starting your own company always your goal um, yeah, that's a great question. And starting my own company, I guess I was always very entrepreneurial. Um, I worked for a large corporate, but I had a lot of flexibility and I worked from home and had four children and um, always, um, you know, was very strategic, very self-driven uh, and ran it as if it was my own business. And so um, after several years there, I looked around at the market and no one was doing what I wanted to be doing in data and technology. And I really saw this gap in the market um, for somebody to bring those two together to really problem solve and so it was just the very much um, the right time for me from a life stage perspective having had four children and being ready to really throw myself into something um, fully even though I, I hadn't taken maternity leave uh, and so it was really that um, there was nowhere that I felt I wanted to go and work to do what I wanted to do um, and that I was also very passionate about what I was seeing as an opportunity and that was really the driver so I think you know if somebody's starting out and thinking about this you have to be really passionate about whatever you're doing and really understand it so that you can see the problem you're solving super super clearly um, and then also it needs to be the right life stage that you're ready to throw your all at it because that is what it takes yeah absolutely and what do you think gave you that confidence to really step out and start your own company um, I think it was really um, one. There definitely has to be belief in yourself that actually, if other people can do this, then I can too. Um, and also that belief in that actually problem solving. Um, there's always going to be problems, and no matter what you do, and actually having that in insurmountable belief that no matter what you're going to find a solution and you'll find a way to do it and not the reasons not to do it um, is really really important I think collaboration with whoever you're problem solving as well gives you that validation that it is a, this is a problem to be solved and that's really important so in my instance um, I was very much a domain expert in data very much um, a domain expert in banking and understanding the valuation of mortgage, mortgage process and I could see no one had innovated in very very long time 
time. So no matter what you're doing, um, you do need to know it or you need to surround yourself with people that do know it to really validate and make sure you're solving a problem. And it's not just an idea or something that you want to do for the sake of doing that may not be a problem. So um, I think if you look at any of the great success stories like Uber or Airbnb, they were solving problems for themselves that they really knew from their own experience was a problem. Uh, and I think that's really important. So um, that because that's going to fuel your confidence that this is a problem to be solved. And that's belief that just because this is the way it's always been done doesn't make it right. Uh, and I'm going to find a better way to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's that's really good. And um, I think having that confidence to innovate is really important, like you said, because you look at all the success stories of these big businesses, and it's actually people who chose to do things differently, isn't it? It really is. I mean, you're not going to have tremendous success if you're solving a problem that's not a universal problem or got a big addressable market. Um, but also if you're not doing it uniquely, because there's also a barrier to change. So, um, you know, if any life experience you think about it, it's got to be easy for us. It's got to be fast or we're not going to do it. We're just not. Um, so that's really, really important. How did you validate your ideas and your innovations? Like you said, with it being part of the industry or did you have mentors that you worked with as well? Um, not, not so much mentors as it was very much being part of the industry and actually validating with um, assembling the best team. So when we're working with technology and data, it's like, actually, what's the best way to do this? Um, and what was really important for us is having the customer input, but also not just building the same for the same sake. So, you know, we constantly kept saying, well, we're not doing another horse and cart. We're building a driverless autonomous vehicle. So we know that you want to get from here to here and we're going to we're going to get you from there to there, but we're going to do it this way. And asking why, 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 why do you do it like that? Why do you do it that way? And what if we do it differently? And if you think about any of those great innovations of process um, and those success stories, they've you know they've really kind of challenged the why. Why do we do that? Um, you know, why do we actually ring a taxi company and wait for them to turn up and then get our credit card when we can push the button on the phone and a car will turn up and it's prepaid? That's a lot easier. Um, and if you you know, and then again, you would say, well, actually why hasn't any taxi company created a co-op taxi app to go well actually people like these two things touch the button and the car will come and it's prepaid um and maybe we'll win back some business none of them have done that that's not hard to do so it's really saying why why do we do it this way and what's a better way of doing it and very much blank sheet of paper forget about what's there forget about what you know and go actually if we were to design this completely new blank sheet of paper how would we do it uh and build it that way and so the technology industry is one of the many industries which can be very male-dominated. So I'd love if you could share a little bit about your experience, Fabi, and also your advice to young women who are working within similar industries. Sure, yes, it's really interesting when you go to a tech conference and there's a massive queue for the men's bathrooms and none for the ladies. Um, <laughs> nothing sort of reminds you um, more than that. Um, I think, you know, and obviously we work in India, um, Velocity with banks there, and that's certainly very male-dominated. Um, you know, I have had instances where the person that I'm travelling with is my male colleague and everyone assumes he's the boss and I must be the secretary and they open his door and carry his jacket and check him in first, um, but actually I'm, I'm the boss and um, they definitely don't recognise me as having an equal status. Um, but, you know, that's not the case everywhere and certainly in the meetings, um, you know, they, they treat you with respect and they know you're the founder um, and, and there's certainly, you know, 
that you can certainly do business very well. Um, I think, you know, the advice I have is don't make it an issue if you can, um, or and also don't, but at the same time, don't accept it. So, um, you know, people have unconscious bias. I'm blonde female um, in tech and data. So, um, you know, not, not your typical entrepreneur in data and, and, and technology. But I think it's actually um, really not making a thing about it because I don't want to be having success just because I'm a female founder. I want to having success because I'm a great founder entrepreneur. Um, mm. And so I prefer to um, bulldoze through it, if you like, and just set the new paradigms and um, let my success be the story um, rather than the challenges of being a female. Uh, but I guess that's a personal issue because I also know I couldn't do what I do without the support of my husband um, who looks after our four incredible children while also working in the business. So I think it's really um, advice for working within similar industries where it's very male-dominated. Um, don't try and conform. We are different. You know, actually recognize that. I don't play golf. I don't drink beer. Uh, I'm not going to because we are different. And there's strength in our diversity. And um, actually, I'm quite um, outspoken to say, well, they're lucky to have me there. They're lucky to have my diverse thought. Um, but also, at the same time, I don't want a team with all females because diversity uh, of thinking and um, diversity of background and uh, experience is really, really important for success. So I think uh, my advice is just to own it, to um, you know, actually ask for what you want. I think quite often females in my team are definitely less confident than the men in putting themselves out there. So um, you know, you have to. I have a motto of don't ask, don't get. Um, put yourself up for the role. Ask for more money. Ask for that promotion. Um, ask somebody for their help because don't ask, don't get, um, and don't assume they're going to say no. If they say no, it's well, okay. Well, you didn't lose anything if you didn't ask. They would have said no anyway because they wouldn't have known that you wanted to. So put yourself out there and be at the table um, and embrace embrace it um, and just set new norms because um, you know between us all over time, hopefully this won't be a question that we all have to address all the time. I think the more we see women in, you know, positions in these industries like yourself, the more normal it makes it as well, which is is great and it's really important. And I love what you said around um, the confidence piece too, because I think it's so, so true. And that's actually a big um, reason why I wanted to start this podcast is to have those conversations for young women. And so how have you develop that confidence to have those conversations have you always been you know confident yourself to tell people what you want and what you need or is that something you've really had to grow and develop um, I think it's a bit of both. Um, I've always had confidence in my um, belief, and and you know, make sure that you um, that you are up for the task, um, and that you know that you that you certainly are organised and um, and show that you're prepared for whatever it is, and you're prepared to work hard. Because if you're putting yourself up for it, um, a lot of it is also the effort um, and the passion that you're going to bring to it, that you're going to make it as su successful. And for many women that work for me, that I know are working mothers. I know that, you know, they're leaving their children at home and coming to work, that they're really passionate about what they're doing and they're going to give it their all because this is an important part of their life and that's why they're making that choice um, to do both and to have the challenge of balancing and doing all those things. Um, and, and as a mother, I recognise that. So I think it's really thinking, you know, actually, well, why shouldn't I? Um, and I, as long as I'm prepared to 
ask for help and throw my all at this, um, then I will make it a success of it. And, you know, actually giving people the confidence to bet on you. Um, because, you know, if you're a working mother and you want flexibility, you can say, I'm going to do a better job from 9.30 to 2.30 than anybody's going to do from 8.30 to 5 full time. And you're going to save money and I'm you know going to throw everything to prove myself. So um, actually putting yourself out there and it is putting yourself out there. And I think, um, you know, putting your hand up and sitting at the table and actually being heard because otherwise, um, you know, we can't blame anybody but ourselves if, you know, someone else gets the promotion and it's a guy because he said, actually, I'm I'm the right guy for the job. Um, yeah, so make it easy for people to choose you. Yeah, that's that's really great advice. Thanks, Carmen. And the question I have sort of touched on the fact that you are a mum to, to four children as well. So how has this journey been as a working mum and what is your advice for young women thinking about starting their own family or maybe managing family commitments you've already got? Um, I think it's really important to know what, what are your values and what are the things that are important to you and fundamental uh, and what are you willing to compromise on because you're going to have to compromise on some things because there's just only so many hours in the day. Um, and so for myself, you know, we've always had a cleaner and, um, you know, we, we, on the weekends I spend time with the kids or on their school sports or doing things with them like horse riding instead of maybe um, cleaning my house and making it tidier because I know I can't do both. And actually at this stage in our life, as long as it's clean, it's not perfect then we can live with that um and i think it's also recognizing everybody's individual i remember um when i was pregnant with my first baby my boss saying you know well so who are you going to hand over and i'm like i'm not handing over to anybody i can still carry on working remotely um and i'm just going to still manage it um, online and i remember him saying well my wife needed a year and she's you know um, wouldn't have been she found it difficult so i don't think you can and i remember going well i'm not your wife um and at the time, because I'd never done this before, I also remember thinking, she's, am I maybe thinking this is crazy and maybe I'm trying to have my cake and eat it too and maybe I'm wrong here? But I wasn't. I was right because I could work around the baby sleeping. Um, I was on a commission-based salary, so I still made lots of good money while I worked around my child. And I still um, loved the continuity of the identity that it gave me um, of being a working mother. Um, of being, you know, and still today, I love being mummy on the weekend in my gumboots with the kids. But I love putting my high heels on and getting dressed up on a Monday and being calm and visilage, um and chasing my dream. So that makes me a better mother because I really. Um, really appreciate the time that I have with my children uh, and it makes me a better person because I feel I'm living my best life and I'm not um, missing out on opportunities but everybody's very different uh, and so it's working out what are you willing to compromise on um, I really wanted to feed my babies um, and so I, I did and my husband brought them to me every three hours if I had to come into meetings or I worked from home and I was very lucky to have that flexibility and that was important to me. By the time the fourth child was there, I'm like, well, actually, there's nothing wrong with formula. A little bit of formula while I'm not home will be perfectly fine um, and I'd kind of evolved to that um, level of thinking but you don't necessarily have to compromise your values. You do need to know what will you, are you willing to do and what are you not willing to do. Um, and if you are chasing both, there are going to be sacrifices um, because there isn't a good balance at that stage of your life. But it's also recognizing it's just a phase of your life. So um, don't miss the important things because you never get that time back. Um, but at the same time, don't wait to start your dreams because there's never a perfect time. There's never a perfect time for either. And you can make them work both. You need the support network around you. But if you really want to make it work, you can. And I think there's so many employees that are flexible. And we've had so many ladies have babies and I've said well you know if there needs to be a breastfeeding office if they need to bring the baby in if they need to have flexibility work when you can don't work when you can't 
totally let us know and we'll fit in around you because you don't know if you're going to have a needy baby or you're not and um you know we're very very open with that and so i think that you know if your employee isn't find one that is yeah because even now with covid and the flexibility and remote working it's never been a more easy time to, to do both Mm-mm, absolutely oh that's such good advice and it's so inspiring to see you know women like yourself paving the way in that area and and having those conversations about how how it can be done for for women as well so thank you and so last question I have for you Carmen was what would your career advice be for young women to build a life and career for themselves that is that has purpose and also leverages their skills and passions um, I think um, it's about having a plan and um, le- knowing yourself, um, you know, so actually there's a level of honesty to know, well, actually, what am I good at and what do I love doing um, and making sure that you're being true to yourself because if you're doing what you love, you just have this passion for it that you will push hard, you will work till two in the morning, um, you will find a way to solve that problem because you're passionate about it. Um, whereas if you're trying to do something for the sake of doing something and it's not your true passion or your true skill, you'll just struggle and you won't enjoy it. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to pivot if you're trying to find what is my sweet spot and what is that, that is, this is me. And when you find that thing, it's really magic because you feel like you're in the zone and you're just growing every day and you keep. You, you know, and growth is uncomfortable, but make sure you're putting yourself out there. So um, I would say, say yes, make sure you say yes to things um, more than you say no. So find a reason to do something and not a reason not to. Um, and one of the biggest things I guess is, you know, people setting out a life and a career for themselves is to find mentors um, or people that are going to lift you up um, and are going to make you think big and dream big and go, well, actually, why isn't that possible? Of course, you know, why couldn't you do that? And I was very lucky growing up. My parents always said, you can be anything you want to be. If you really want to do it and you're prepared to work at it, you can do anything. Um, but make sure you do something that makes you happy. And, you know, that's really, really important. So I think their advice I would pass on to say you can do anything you want to do. There's nothing you can't do, especially even more so in today's world, um, as long as you're prepared to work at it. But make sure it's something that makes you happy. Mm-mm, that's so good. And coming back to that, what you said about the finding your true passions and your skills. So what sort of would your advice, or how have you really honed in on working out what those are for yourself? Yeah, I, I'm very much an extrovert and, um, you know, I, I, I um, had a job as a global fashion buyer, but I was dying a slow death because I was working with spreadsheets and without people and having to be quietly buying, even though there was the fun part of buying. And that was when I was um, quite quite young uh, and realized actually I thrive off people. I, I need to have people contact in my day and that's where I get my energy from. So even, you know, are you an introvert versus extrovert and do you, do you need people to get your energy from or do you actually need quiet time? because people drain your energy um those kind of things um and then also you know what are you passionate about um what problems are you passionate about solving um because you know those things i am passionate about using data and technology to make our life easier and that applies to so many things and i can work in data and technology wherever i want to and it's a global um you know a global problem that i'm solving and i can work from home i can work around children so i've found that passion there so i guess you know it's very hard because even my oldest um, daughter is 17 years old and she's trying to she doesn't know and i think you've just got to go um about you know, with your best intuition and your gut and your intuition is incredible. Um, you know, make sure you're listening to it. That is your sixth sense and pivot as you need to. It's not a straight line and recognize that you don't have to have all the answers. You just have to start 
don't do nothing. That's all I can say. You know, just start. And even if you're wrong and you change, um, make sure you do you you pivot. And um, sometimes it's serendipitous how you end up where you end up. But then when you're in the right fit, you do just know it. Um, and then things from grow from there. And your purpose can evolve from that um, later on. For example, I'm obviously passionate about children. I've had four. Uh, I'm working on the UNICEF board now, which you know helps children globally. And, um, you know, it's wonderful, but, um, and that, that just came along as opposed to me going, you know, when I was a teenager going, oh, I want to be on UNICEF and work for the United Nations around children um, mm. and protection of child rights. So, you know, it wasn't like that. So things, you know, you don't have to have it all planned out, um, but you do have to know what success looks like and what's important for you. You know, is it financial freedom? Is it freedom of time? Is it a balance? Um, and, you know, everybody's really different. So the more you can know yourself, the more you'll know when the right opportunities come your way. Um, but, you know, until then, just say yes and network and find yourself. Thank you so much, Carmen, for joining us on the podcast today and sharing some more about your incredible story and business success. If you would like to follow along and check Carmen out some more, then go and take a look at her businesses. It is Velocity Global and Data Insight. You can find Carmen on LinkedIn and also on Instagram. And if you'd like to stay up to date with the latest young woman content and podcasts, then make sure you follow us on Instagram and check us out on our website, www.theyoungwoman.net.